Hello and welcome to Talking Pictures Film Recommendations. I'm Andrew Furlong. This is the podcast that will hopefully be enhancing your movie viewing experience. I pretty much watch everything, so you will only have to watch what's good and recommended on the show. So the first film I'll be reviewing this week is a movie called Hump Day, which is directed by Len Shelton. And it stars Mark Duplass and Joshua Leonard. Joshua Leonard, who you may remember from the Blair Witch Project from the late 90s. He's an actor that I haven't seen in many things, but every so often he pops up and I've always enjoyed his performances. Now, Mark Duplass's name attached to anything is reason enough for me to watch it. This guy is more of an everyman than Tom Hanks and hasn't dropped the ball in any movie yet. You just have to look at his back catalogue of movies to realise it's been one impressive performance after another. Movies like Puffy Chair, Your Sister's Sister, The One I Love, even something like Safety Not Guaranteed, which I didn't like very much at all. Duplass himself is always nodding short of fantastic. And I was thinking to myself earlier, what exactly it is that makes Duplass so special in his roles and how would you describe it? I mean, in a lot of his roles, he seemed to be playing different versions of the same character. In fact, in the movie The One I Love, he literally plays two versions of the same character. I don't think he has been diverse in his career by any means at all, but what's so special about Mark Duplass is he always manages to play a character so real. So real that I think that a lot of people who watch it will see some of themselves in the characters that he plays. And Duplass plays his characters in such a nuanced way, which is very hard to do, especially when it's a comedic role, which a lot of his roles tends to be anyway. Actually, he might be familiar to people from the TV series The League, and all I can say to that is, it's not a proper reflection of his talents, there probably hasn't been as much talk of phoning it in since E.T. wanted to go home, as far as Duplass in the league is concerned. So, if you have seen him in that, don't judge him by his performances in the league. Anyway, um, Hump Day centres around the friendship of the Mark Duplass and Joshua Leonard characters, and it's the kind of relationship that people tend to have with some of their friends when they reach their late 20s and early 30s. It's like your relationship has been on pause about 10 years. You still feel very close to them, especially when you meet up or talk. But it's more like you revert back to how you were back then, rather than leaving much room for any new growth in your relationship, if you know what I mean. And I guess that's a natural thing, because you can only really grow with a person when you actually see them in your life on a regular basis. God, this is starting to sound like a gardening metaphor that a priest would use for marriage advice. Um... But anyway, the great thing about Hump Day is it asks the question, what happens when the life you had on pause with your friend intrudes upon your current life that you have now? Well, the answer to that question in the case of Hump Day is something hilarious. Yo, yeah. I'm Ben. I'm Andrew. We're old friends from college. Uh, we've kind of gone down different roads. Ben is Mr. Motorcycle Adventuring Man. I've been living in San Cristobal de las Casas down in Chiapas, Havana. Where? <laughs> I have a really nice house and wife and stuff. You have to do something unique. Two straight dudes. Beyond gay. It's beyond gay. But the funny thing was, we were drunk when we first came up with the idea, and then it evolved into this weird straight guy macho thing. It shouldn't be about us I'm challenging not. each other. Give me the food! It's on. It's on. Is somebody having sex in his film? Yes, as far as I understand. <laughs> what are you doing? Um... 
So in Hump Day, Mark Duplass has a wife, is happily married and seems to be quite settled and uh, in fact they're even trying for a baby. Well that life soon begins to be tested when his old college friend turns up about 2 o'clock in the morning for a visit having just returned from I think it was his travels in Mexico. His friend, played by Joshua Leonard, is this free, bohemian, grown-up, Huck Finn-type figure who immediately woes Duplass with tales from this amazing life that he has been living. And as what often happens with guys when one of their friends seems settled while the other is still living the life that they used to lead, a certain amount of resentment, jealousy, posturing and chauvinistic rivalry on both sides soon begin to emerge. Duplass in this is determined to show his friend that he's still the same guy as he was before and is as free as he ever was while at the same time navigating the life of a soon-to-be family man. While Joshua Leonard is determined to project this artsy, carefree, man-of-the-world persona, in truth, as males often do, both are probably stretching the truth significantly to show themselves in the best possible light. Well, all this bravado culminates in the most cringe-worthy and hilarious way imaginable when they're both at a party drunk and decide it would be a great idea to film a porn video for this kind of artsy pornography film festival. The idea would push boundaries by having two straight guys having sex, so they decide that they will be the two guys having sex with each other and enter the video in the festival. But when the next day arrives and they are sober, both clearly have second thoughts about filming the project, but at the same time they're both too proud to back down. From that point on, Hump Day becomes a kind of will they or won't they comedy, with cringe inducing awkward laughs that you would get from the best episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm or the UK version of The Office. At the same time, it's one of the truest depictions of male friendship you will ever see. Even if it isn't the most bizarre of circumstances that two straight guys can expect to find themselves in. So that movie is Hump Day and it's a definite film recommendation from Talking Pictures. So check that one out, folks. second film I will be reviewing this week is Whiplash, directed by Damien Chazelle, starring Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. So how's it going with the studio band? Good. Yeah, I think he likes me more now. I push people beyond what's expected of them. I believe that is an absolute necessity. I want to be one of the greats. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more of my time. And this is why I don't think that we should be together. I would never let him put my son through hell. Why would you let him get away with what he did to you? There are no two words in the English language more harmful than good job. So Whiplash follows a promising young jazz drummer played by Miles Teller who attends one of the best music schools in America and eventually comes under the tutelage of the school's most fearsome jazz maestro and teacher played by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons might be known to audiences as resident Nazi criminal Vern Schillinger in HBO's Oz. He was also Jonah Jameson in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies and also provides the voice of the yellow M&M in the commercials, believe it or not. 
Needless to say, J.K. Simmons is someone who is well versed in playing bullies throughout his career. But the genius of Whiplash is in how it delves into the motivations and the results of his bullying. Some have found Whiplash a very controversial movie as a consequence of this exploration and have even gone as far as calling it a movie that advocates bullying. Listen, firstly it doesn't. Fletcher, the teacher who J.K. Simmons plays, shouldn't be let near a classroom. I've had teachers like him whose methods were borderline psychotic. It can destroy a student and make them regress instead of progress. And a teacher's job, much like that of a manager's, should be to manage the different people in front of them in accordance with each of their individual personalities. That's what a good teacher does and Fletcher certainly fails to do that. In fact, the character he played in Oz got literally shitted on by another inmate and I'm sure his whole class in Whiplash pretty much feel like doing that every time he steps into the classroom. So it certainly doesn't advocate bullying by any means. But at the same time, we have to be able to accept that some people do respond positively to being pushed much beyond what is expected of them. These people have a bloodlust for competition and seem to thrive on extreme pressure that would make others wilt and fade away. We see it all the time in athletes and a lot of people who are at the top of their game and their professions. The ability to handle this pressure, push yourself and be the best. Well that is exactly what Fletcher is trying to produce with the jazz drummer Andrew played by Miles Teller. He's trying to produce a champion. Whiplash is about the dedication it takes to master a craft and the relentless pursuit in being the best at your craft at all costs. And Andrew is a student who does respond positively to being pushed, although to what cost is open to interpretation. And that's one of the best things about Whiplash. It does leave all open to interpretation. Nobody likes morality filmmaking that holds the viewer's hand and signposts how you should feel. Or at least not in movies dealing with these uh, kind of subjects anyway. And I think Andrew does have a similar outlook and a fire to succeed as Fletcher does in Whiplash. I can imagine him being a younger version of Fletcher actually. I mean how he dismantles his girlfriend piece by piece when he decides to break up with her. It's probably the same way Spock from Star Trek might do it if he decided to take up the drums. It's just pure logic leaving no room for emotion whatsoever as he only has eyes for one thing, his ultimate goal. And similarly, Fletcher doesn't care who he destroys in his classroom as long as his methods produce the next jazz prodigy. And let's talk about Miles Teller for a second who plays Andrew. I'm going to make my prediction now that this guy is going to become one of the greats of cinema. If you just saw him in Whiplash, you would think it's a very good performance in its own right. But you only have to look at the kind of character he played in the movie The Spectacular Now to realise just how good his performance in Whiplash is. In The Spectacular Now, he's playing a carefree, jokester, almost Jonah Hill type character with a drink problem who will most likely just drift through life without much direction unfortunately, which are pretty much some of the reasons he breaks up with his girlfriend in Whiplash, come to think of it. But if you just contrast his performance in Spectacular Now with his character in Whiplash, then you will really begin to appreciate just how great this guy will eventually prove to be. J.K. Simmons will get all the plaudits for this movie, and in many ways rightly so. 
his facial expressions, how he controls the classroom with just his hand movements is really something to behold. But I think in the case of J.K. Simmons, the director found a way to utilise the character J.K. Simmons has played all his life and find the best possible movie for it. Another example of that would be how Paul Thomas Anderson uses Adam Sandler in the movie Punch Drunk Love. Adam Sandler isn't playing it much different than he normally does, but boy does Paul Thomas Anderson do a great job of getting the best out of that type of character. And Damien Chazelle does a similar thing with J.K. Simmons in Whiplash, but Miles Teller is the real star to watch out for, and trust me, we'll be seeing a lot from this guy in the future. Whiplash is an intense, controversial movie set in an environment that I didn't know much about. It takes an alluring look at what some people go through to be great and everybody needs to watch this movie it's just it's a definite film recommendation for me now we come to a section called alternative recommendations where i'll be recommending some alternative films for you to view this week my first alternative recommendation uh this week is a documentary called the story of anvil now a movie like whiplash focuses on what it takes to become the greatest in what you do The story of Anvil is a documentary that looks at what happens when you're still trying to reach the top more than 20 years on when probably everybody else would have called it quits a long time ago. Anvil is this aging rock group who released an album in 1982 that influenced the likes of Metallica and Anthrax but they never really pushed on from there and were successful. This movie follows them as middle aged musicians still trying to make a big living the rock and roll lifestyle, playing to small venues, leading to disaster after disaster, often one laugh out loud moment after another actually. This documentary is funnier than Rob Reiner's This Is Spinal Tap and you will never want anybody to succeed more than the lovable, overly enthusiastic and positive to a fault lead singer of the group Steve Lips Kudlow. So that movie is the story of Anvil, check it out. My second alternative recommendation this week is a movie called The Spectacular Now, which I mentioned earlier. It stars Miles Teller and Shania Woodley, as well as a great cameo from Kyle Chandler as a kind of anti-coach Taylor in many respects. And actually, in many ways, this movie could easily be set in the same world as Friday Night Lights. Like Hump Day, it's just refreshing to see a realistic portrayal of relationships, in this case, a teenage relationship in which there is no One Tree Hill type plot contrivances and it's just a very honest look at two mismatched people who get together at such a volatile time in their lives. I know I'm not making this film sound like much fun but it is a very enjoyable uh, film. It will transport you back to high school in a way it's so on point with its writing and the characters are treated with the same level of respect and love not seen since the movies of John Hughes. Trust me on this and give it a go. People should really like it. That's a spectacular now, directed by James Ponsolt. My third alternative recommendation this week is another documentary called Beware Mr. Baker. Now, when the person starring in the documentary breaks the nose of the cameraman in the first few minutes by attacking him with a walking stick, you know you're watching something worthwhile and got a great subject to follow. And in the life and career of madcap drummer Ginger Baker, you have just that... The talented drummer of bands such as Cream and Blind Fate. The guy credited with influencing virtually every heavy metal drummer there is. There's no doubt of the genius and the talent of this guy. 
There's also no doubt that he's a nasty, volatile piece of work that's probably despised as a person as much as he is revered as a musician. You can be an ugly person and still beautiful at what you do and beware Mr. Baker will prove just that. Now, as we get to the end of the show, we play a game called Kevin's Bacon Sandwich. Inspired by the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, I will name an actor from each film I reviewed this week and you have to link them together through the movies they were in. So, for example, last week we asked you to link Sarah Snook to Tony Todd and Tony Todd was in The Rock with Sean Connery. Sean Connery was in The Untouchables with Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro was in Great Expectations with Ethan Hawke and Ethan Hawke was in Predestination with Sarah Snook. So this week's Kevin's Bacon Sandwich question is link Mark Duplass to Miles Teller. You can submit your answers as well as any feedback you may have to talkingpicturespresents at gmail.com. That's talkingpicturespresents at gmail.com. As always, I am Andrew Furlong and you now have more films to watch. Thanks for listening.